Gordano. Gordano. And uh, welcome to the podcast, the extraordinary podcast. It wasn't it just an extraordinary podcast that just there were there were revelations, if you remember well. There were a few right at the revel- beginning. Mm? There was a big revelation. Was that real celebrity? Oh, a celebrity that detective. revelation. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, yes. Yeah, that one. So that's um, something to look forward to. Yeah, that one, like a, a filthy <laughs> towpath. Not going to touch again. With a ten foot basketball. Good job. And um, plenty more besides. So, listeners, why not just hunker down and listen up? Mmm. Mm. Delicious. Lovely. The headlines tonight. Nation breathes a sigh of relief as Tom gives exclusive interview regarding his activities. A belated birthday gift is unearthed, but will the gentleman relish it? What will life be like in the future? Horoscopes for all. Chris Rear dissected for the pleasure of others. Channel 4 defends its 100 Days of UKIP show. A spokesperson said, There are worse things out there than this. Try 10 Radio, 8 till 10pm on alternate Fridays. Let's have some perspective here, people. When will that job be done? 10 o'clock this evening. We're all looking forward to it, and I'm sure you are too. <laughs> the clock is ticking, people. It certainly is. Welcome to Sorry Not In Service on 10 Radio. 10radio.org for the online listener. Yes, the 105.3 for the local listener. The venerable 10 Radio. <laughs> Do you know what venerable means, my... Uh, I know it's a type of man, a bead man. Are you specifically thinking of the venerable bead? I am. It's the only context I understand uh, you've ever used the word or heard the word. <laughs> How often have I referred to the venerable bead? Hey, you just assume that you're, because it's a learned subject, you've referred to it. I may have done some reading. As said, you've got about another um, hour and 54 <laughs> worth of this. this. <laughs> so, uh, you know. More bead chat. Venerable uh, bead chat. Venerable bead chat. So, uh, tr- trousers up, buttoned in, and um, prepare yourself for an arduous journey. <laughs> now, Simon, 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 who are you? Uh, yeah, well, you pretty much answered your own question there, William. Uh, it's, I'm uh, gonna... yep, uh, and indeed my follow up question. Um, my name is Simon. I'm sat to the right of the studio. I have a slightly, uh, slightly um, smaller beard. Uh, William's the one with the more grotesque number. Right, where you can tell the difference tricks the two of us. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. So uh, good luck. Yes, good luck with that. Um, did we normally do more in the first link? No, this is usually rambles. Oh, is and it? then it slowly gets better. And then we think we've just about cracked it by about 10 to 10. Uh, and then, and then all, the varmints, all, arrive. varmints arrive, it all falls to pieces, and we go home feeling sheepish. That's lovely stuff. Well, I certainly hope you'll all come home with me to my lighthouse. My lighthouse by Paul. You're like a beardy Jonathan Creek, aren't you? Yeah, yeah I basically am. Just 
his arm kicked a tramp or anything. <laughs> Clarification, um, uh, legally, uh, Jonathan Creek has not bitten, kicked a tramp. No, but you su- you suggested off air that Alan Davis has bitten a tramp. Off air, sir. <laughs> Why did you ask me to put it back on air in order to insert that? Did uh, listeners email in studio at radio.org What do you know about Alan Davis? <laughs> did he bite a tramp? I think he did. I'm saying nothing. I think he did. I'm not saying he did. Okay, that's an opinion. It's not a fact. Yeah? Fine. That- Are we covered? <laughs> covered ourselves with glory. Continue the pop music. Come up to my lighthouse, for I have something I wish to say. Yes, and that was the sound of, of course, um, uh, Pulp yes. in my lighthouse, and there might have been some allegations made at the start of that song that uh, were fine, because I was talking about a fictional character. Yes. Yeah. And then you wanted me to pause it so we could say, actually, we meant Alan Davies. Well, you said that Alan Davies had bit the ear of a tramp. I said Jonathan I- Creek had, and I said he kicked it. Right, okay, fine. Him. All right. <laughs> Even better. Well, we've just done some investigative journalism, and yep. um, the internet has told us that it, is, it does turn out to be true that Alan Davies, we're reading an article in The Guardian here, and the headline is, um, we'll just scroll up a bit there, Alan Davies' Ear Rage Mystery, uh, and there's the, uh, a photograph of the avuncular uh, magician come uh, sleuth. And uh, it, it, William, do you want to read some of the core details? Uh, well, uh, specifically, um, it turns out that he... Uh, Bit of tramps here. The tramp was called uh, Paul McElfertrick uh, for a whole 13 seconds. <laughs> so let's just now, think about that, listeners. Let's just think so about can that. You, can you just start? Uh, I'm going to time this, listeners. Now, would you just uh, pretend that you're about to bite down on a man's ear? Okay. Ready, steady, chomp. Delicious tramp. And stop. That's, that's a long, that's a long, long time, time to, bite a tramp's ear. to be chowing down on a tramp's appendage. So, um, that's like, you know, when you're hugging somebody, you're very drunk, and you realise after a while you might be leaning on them. Yes, <laughs> it's a bit like that. It's similar like that, yeah. but you know, it's a violent assault caused by uh, Alan Davies, yes. apparently. <laughs> apparently, because uh, the tramp, the guy called him Jonathan Creek. Well, I hope he's not listening this evening, Alan. If you are, no offence caused. No, what meant? You can't. You can't. <laughs> Just tell somebody, by the way, I've caused you no No offence. Right, uh, listeners, coming up on the show this evening, we've got the exciting latest update, re-Tom. What's Tom up to? This time he's not at a party. Uh, Going old school, and uh, we're phoning him up and finding out what he's up to. We've got some delicious horoscopes for you people. Delicious. Chow down on those like a tramp's ear. Twelve of them. (laughs) Uh, for all the signs of the Zodiac, and yes. uh, yours will be coming up later. All bar one of the seconds that Alan Davies jumped in the I have uh, got the final of my gifts for William. That's unfortunately arrived two days after the last show. Right, um, okay. Uh, so, uh, so yes, so that's coming up. 
We, I've got a new feature, William. Yes, new feature. A new feature coming up called Waning Lyrical. Waning oh, Lyrical? I know, it's crazy, but it's, it's clever at the same time. Mm. So that's something to look forward to. Uh, a couple of anecdotes. Uh, then we've got to remember to play our closing theme uh, near 10 o'clock. You actually so, just read out your entire jobs list there, didn't you, sir? Pretty much, sir. Don't need to announce the closing theme, do you, boy? Well, not for another hour and 45, no, sir. Well, that's certainly true. And how on earth are we going to get through this next hour and 45, Simon? Aside from that, I'll tell you how we're going to get through it, Simon. Great tunes and chats. You got any great chats? No, no, no great tunes. No great tunes. No, 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 no great chat. Uh, I've got some tunes. You got some tunes? No great chat, though. No great chat. No great chat. No, sir. No great chat. Top heavy on the tunes. Complete absence of an enormous French cap there. Well, I'll tell you how you can get through it. And you can get through it, as Joe Cocker advises, um, with uh, a kind of. Uh, what does Joe Cocker like? He likes a little help from his friends. Is he like a little help from his friends? He does, yeah. Is that the song coming up? Yeah, you kind yeah, of gave sorry, it away. I forgot it, really. there was an intro on the way in. Yeah, here it comes. Here we go. That's it. And for those of you without friends, I assure you, you probably deserve this. <laughs> I don't know. They're not all they're cracked up to be. Uh, William. What uh, friends you- are the people we're talking to? Yeah, either or. Uh, William, um, you Tommy. mentioned earlier your birthday. My birthday? Quite arrogantly brought it up, uh, unrequired. Is it arrogant to bring up one's own birthday? Yes. Um, yours? William, you, you received a special gift. I did receive a special gift. From... I got an absolutely amazing pestle and mortar. Milled from a single piece of brass, I'll have you know. It's one of the best pestle and mortars I've ever seen. Mmm. Mmm. Yeah, it was a problem because uh, I bought it uh, about half an hour before we arrived at the uh, the parental's homestead for William's supper and um, and uh, I thought yeah, well, it was fine I'll just I'll just buy him this it's alright quick hurry and it turns out that it was a superb present and mm-hmm. one that's coveted quite heavily by my wife she's yeah. furious because as William pointed out quite a lot uh, I bought her a pestle and mortar once for Christmas she said she was delighted with it uh, it turns out uh, following discussions yeah. at William's birthday supper yeah. that um, she doesn't like it at all and that's why she doesn't use it it's not very good no it's terrible pestle and mortar yeah, she really wants I can, I can give her my old one because uh, my old one's still better than one that you gave her yeah thanks yeah uh, anyway, I've got other things for my birthday. One of the fantastic things that I got on birthday, live on air here on Ten Radio, um, was a lovely T-shirt of Simon. Yes, that's right. Yes. Now, listeners, uh, eagle-eared listeners will have uh, identified that it was a, a T-shirt uh, depicting me uh, without any trousers on, really, is the crux of it, spread-eagled. And, uh, it, William, how have you found life uh, in the last fortnight since uh, the T-shirt? I found it genuinely delightful. I really uh, revel yeah. in the fact of wearing it because I'm the kind of person that just kind of courts disaster in day-to-day <laughs> life. And how better to court disaster than by wearing a T-shirt with somebody who looks quite a lot like you, <laughs> spread-eagled on a chair, <laughs> trouserless. Yeah. Um, yeah so I mean, I, ha- I had issues with it uh, again at William's uh, birthday supper uh, because yeah. I sat opposite him and every now and again we would sort of, um, I don't know, just kind of move the shirt. He was wearing a shirt over it, sort of move the yeah, sides of the shirt open. Yeah, pass it open, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that I was eating my dinner in front of my crotch. Essentially, yeah. Well, mm. who doesn't? <laughs> uh, seven, no, no. seven people. Seven people. They don't. <laughs> don't. Yeah, and that's a matter of record. Well, let's not lean into that fact. But yeah, I've been uh, I've been delighting in the presence of the T-shirt mainly by uh, taking it to my uh, Nectarfield supermarket whenever I need to do shopping. And of course, you ought to reach inside your jacket, haven't you, in order to get your wallet out? Yes, sir. Possibly opening my jacket a little bit too far, and then just beaming at the checkout person. Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember something that we talked about 
at your party because William bought me a t-shirt for my birthday with a picture of my face on it and Simon Lee written underneath and we were, we were musing weren't we musing. But, um, if we both went out you wearing your birthday t-shirt and me wearing mine it would be the most arrogant man in the world going out on town with his biggest fan <laughs> We should do that. The next 10, ten radio amazing. fundraising event will both be there. That's a great idea. It's like Toby Sheldon meeting uh, Ben Crosby or whoever it is. He's modelling himself after. The Justin Bieber. The Justin Bieber. That's right. Yes, so, uh, so William, uh, many happy returns, and I hope you uh, hope you stop u- using the t-shirt. No, I'm, I'm not going to stop using the t-shirt. <laughs> I'm, I'm in some ways hoping your marriage falls apart I mean, so I can wear it to your next wedding. <laughs> thinking about it, just think about it. We could, we, we missed a trick there, um, marketing wise, because it was Valentine's Day on the 14th. That would have been a brilliant bit of merchandise that we could have sold you yeah. know because that's a great aphrodisiac yeah well th- <laughs> that, that's kind of another field in which that t-shirt's become a problem anyway um, <laughs> it's R.E.M. with oh living God. well is the best revenge oh uh, William Lee yes Hello. 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 Yes, uh, yeah. Right, okay, fine. So it's all very exciting, isn't it? Communication. Uh, speaking of communication, I know a man who is very keen on communicating with our listeners. Oh, really? Uh, Whom? Well, it's Tom, and it's, it's, Tom, it's right? the Tom that's yeah. the Tom out of What's Tom Up To? That one. That guy. Heard of him. Yes, sir. You'll be hearing a lot more of him in the next few seconds. What is Tom up, up to now? Hello? Tom, Tom, quick, quick, Tom, what are you up to? I'm watching the television programme Black Mirror. Oh, king of the world. Bye, Tom. Nice. Bye. What is Tom up, up to now? Well, a lucky guy there. Yeah, a dark side. Yeah, well, well, here's the thing, Will. He'd only just found out about Black Mirror, and he was watching the beginning of them. And oh. he's got a lot of joy coming his way, hasn't I, he? I a lot of joy, him. a lot of misery, a lot of hardship. But, yeah, um, precisely. I, I, at the same time, I envy him for having that journey to take. Exactly. In yes, many sir. ways, yeah. I, I, in fact, it actually reminds me of a while back when I met Tom. He just watched the very first Alien movie. Hadn't watched any of the other ones. Oh, envious of him. <laughs> Such a lot of joy on the way. It's, it's true what they say. Ignorance certainly is bliss. Uh, now, um, on, the, on the subject of Tom, can you remember on the last show, I, I, I wrote and read out a poem? To young Thomas. Well, of course. Uh, Apologising for my uh, rambunctious behaviour at a party that we were at. Yeah. Um, Tom listened to that, uh, yeah. as I had hoped he would do, and uh, it turns out that um, I hadn't, I'd, I'd forgotten the whole kind of sober person, drunk person, memory. memory. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so he'd forgotten all about it. Right, everything. Everything. So what you basically did was just highlight all the things you'd done wrong, and then suddenly they were back there, and now they're going to be a key part of the way that he thinks about you. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. okay. So um, so I, is that a good thing? Well, it means feels it, bad. feels bad, but it does mean that I get the opportunity to write another poem. Oh, lovely so stuff. So very excited about that. Uh, listeners, uh, as, as trailed uh, not a few minutes ago, we've received some emails. I think this is uh, from Mother, uh, and uh, it says, The t-shirt picture is a real hit at work. That's hit at work. Can we have four copies, please? And that's from our mother. Strange lady that she is. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hold fire. Yes, sir. Does that mean she's been... Because she doesn't have a copy of the T-shirt. Does that mean she's been walking around work with a, what, a photo of the T-shirt on her phone? I can only assume so. Yeah. The, the, the photograph is up on the internet. Hey, this is a picture of my son. Yeah. Right. Hey, Mum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and... Uh, 
This is, uh, this is, I think it's a follow-up email from Mother. I keep being asked, when is Simon's chair pose going to be part of the Gok range? Now, I think that's aimed at you there, William. It probably is aimed at the Gok range is in the Nectarfield supermarket. It very much is. Get his wages right. Absolutely untalented git that is Gok <laughs> and his range of fantastically mundane clothing. Um, yes, it would indeed spice it up in the way that it would be anything in any way different and not the same dress over and over again. This time I painted it green. Well done. Uh, I am available for modelling. No, you're not. Well, indeed, listeners. That was uh, quite jolly. What it was, was that? That was, um, I think it was called, oh, goodness me. It was by The Octopus Project. Yeah. And it was called, uh, well, it's on a piece of paper here, certainly. Certainly. Black Blizzard, Blizzard slash Red Umbrella. Right, I might so, actually have to make a note of that, because that's exactly the kind of music that I walk into work to. Oh, well, we will play The Octopus Project on the way home then, William. Oh, fantastic. That's stuff. what we will do. Listeners, we did get some emails in uh, from our mother, and if you do fancy emailing us, it's uh, studio at tenradio.org, yep. or indeed, sorry, not in service, at tenradio.org. Dot org. Why do you email us in with, uh, telling us, uh, telling us what do you how, think Alan how, Davis has done? What, what, a, what do you think Alan Davis has done? And B, uh, how has the image of uh, me straddling a chair affected your life? Uh, that would be most fun. Well, it just seems to be a running theme. So I just like the way you started, listeners, he started rubbing his leg halfway through that. Yeah, it's the a, very thought of himself straddling a chair. Well, it's a vital <laughs> component of the yeah. picture, William. <clears throat> William, <laughs> I had some very exciting news yesterday, yeah, as did right. other people on the Blur.co.uk mailing list. There's going to be a hint of sincerity about the next piece. So, William, we've got the sincerity alarm. Yep. Thank you. Uh, listen, I, uh, as a, 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 a mid-teen in the mid-90s, uh, was a big fan of the Blur band. Almost to an, uh, an, ex- an extreme way. <laughs> Almost to an extreme way. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not quite sure where I was going with that. Kind of a fundamental. Uh, yeah, um, anyway, I've got an email in, <laughs> got an email through yesterday afternoon to say that there's a new album out. First one for uh, many years, 12 years, let's say 12 years. I'm mainly entertaining myself with the notion of the extremist Blur fans who might form Blur State, which might then be <laughs> BS. <laughs> Barry Summers. <laughs> um, <laughs> Me, Barry. <laughs> the um, yes, so I'm very excited. There's going to be a new Blur album out, and uh, I pre-ordered it, and I got a free MP3 of one of the songs. And I don't think it's very good, but I'm trying to ignore that fact. Here's "Go Out" by the Blurs. Glorious return. Yay! Not really. Oh. Well, it sounds good at the start. Indisputable. That was, the, that was the new pop band, The Blurs. The new pop band? Yes, yeah, the new, new and exciting pop band, full of youngsters. The Blurs. The Blurs. Uh, yes, so that was uh, Go Out, I think it was called, uh, from their forthcoming album, The Magic Whip, out on the 27th of April, 2015. It's a long way away, surely they've finished it by now. <laughs> wasn't a joke. I wasn't really listening, it had the tone of a joke. Yes, everything I say does, I'm an inherently amusing person. Mm, true enough, true mm-hmm. enough. Uh, William. 
I um, I think we might do a present for you after the next song. Are you giddy with excitement? I am a little bit. It's quite strange this long after a birthday. A full uh, nine days following my birthday. And suddenly the notion of present comes back into the fold like a, an eloped sheep. Yeah, well, yeah returning gonna... to its master. <laughs> in a manner not entirely dissimilar to the, uh, uh, the uh, hit film. I said hit. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. I've seen it. Don't care to. So there's a there's a there's a thing coming up soon. That's a birthday present. He's so cross, listeners. This ain't a birthday present at all. There we go. Sorry, listeners, I hit the wrong button by accident, and yeah, Toby, Sh- to- Toby Sheldon came out to play. Yeah. So uh, apologies for that. That's uh, amazing. All. Yeah, well, no, the interesting amazing. thing about Alan Davies' uh, tramp um, biting incident was actually was that tramp's birthday, and they gave him a silver tuppence. <laughs> Speaking of birthdays, Which, of course, uh, wouldn't be legal tender because uh, they're copper. Hello, got a little present here for you, Willem. Hello, 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 hello. Yes, I yeah. spy some kind of, um, is it holly berries or mistletoe? It's, uh, it's a Christmas wrapping paper. It certainly is. It's red and white. Leftovers. The colour of Christmas. Now listen, I, I, will, I will commentate as he opens it. Now listen, for those of you that can't see, it's a sort of biggish box, about the size of, uh, I don't know, a cereal box. And um, he's unwrapping it now. Oh. Now here's, here's, the, here's, the, here's the fun visual joke, listeners, that you won't be able to understand. But... It's actually slightly misleading because it, there's something smaller inside the bigger box. But we'll just keep that between ourselves as William continues unwrapping, believing that he's actually getting a bigger gift. What is it, Will? I don't know. Uh, to give the uh, listeners an idea of the scale of the box, it's about the uh, same size. Well, it's about the volume of a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll find it's the size of a cereal box. Come on, what have you got? Why don't you tell the listeners what you've got there, Will? Right. <laughs> I have uh, a CD entitled Big Brother Ernie Joseph featuring, inverted commas, Toby Sheldon Yay! and Dan Hailed, Brian Faith and Friends. That's so what is it, Will? What is it? It's a, it's a CD. It's a CD which apparently features Toby Sheldon. That's right. Simon, uh, what? what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Can you remember uh, when we were having our Sheldon Fest that uh, he uh, wrote some songs and there were some pop videos of him performing on the YouTubes I do recall with the band Big Brother? Yes. This is the full album, including those three songs that I played and I enjoyed. So it's actually called Big Brother Ernie Joseph. I think Ernie Joseph's moniker is Big Brother and he's invited his friends, Toby Sheldon and the others, to join him in a pop group parade. Toby Sheldon seems to be a full 20 years younger than the other two. <laughs> yes, sir. He certainly is. Um, oh, oh, dear. Simon, what's that? I mean, do, do you want to play a song from this right now? No, no. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm absolutely sure. You don't sure. want to play Piece of the Cake? <laughs> is that called Piece of the Cake? Yep, the track 13 <laughs> is called Piece of the Cake. <laughs> anyway, William, that's your final birthday present. The Crescendo. How is it? Happy? Uh, it's all right. I'm quite enjoying the, uh, the, uh, the crude nature of the CD itself. I think I've actually made better presented CDs than <laughs> this. Um, but at the same time, I'm enjoying the fact that one of them is called Piece of the Cake. One of the tracks on there is called Piece of the Cake. And in many ways, I'm looking forward to... Oh, my God. Um, uh, uh, never, ever listening to it. I'm quite scared of Big Brother Ernie Joseph. 
he has the smallest moustache I've ever seen on a grown man. <laughs> anyway, many happy... You've got their birthdays in here. Sorry? They've got their birthdays written up. Not the year. Big Brother Ernie Joseph, born December 15th. David Sheldon, born April 19th. And Dan Hield, born April 5th. Who puts that in an album? <laughs> on the album sleeve, yes, sir? Yeah, on the inside album sleeve, they just thought, ah, we'll just chuck in when our birthdays are. Uh, just, just as an FYI, Will. Um, April the uh, April the nineteenth. That's two days after a show. We could have a Toby Sheldon birthday. No, special. No, we've had a Toby Sheldon. Have a Toby Simon. Sheldon birthday special. We're not having <laughs> Simon. What's that? It says in memory of the founder of SRS. I'm not sure what that means. Uh, Joseph M. Orozco. Mm-hmm. Fair oh, enough. Yep. Uh, apparently, uh, the uh, the uh, time that he lived through was from March the nineteenth to November the twelfth, two thousand two. <laughs> Pretty packed life. <laughs> well done. And that was Roxy Music there with a song. 2HB. Like a pencil. Like a pencil, like two of them. Yes. Um, right, Simon. What now? Now, you've given me a CD. Yes, sir. It would seem churlish at this stage. <laughs> Yes. It would seem churlish at this stage not experiment with playing one of these songs. All of them. One of these. <laughs> all of these. It seemed churlish. Not to play all of these songs. Like when I gave you the Quantock chord and you read the entire thing in one sitting. On air. <laughs> yes, uh, sir. And I think I'm going to choose the uh, standout track because it has the most available um, uh, people from other bands <laughs> involved. It has Nick St. Nicholas from Steppenwolf, uh, Thingy, Doobie Brothers, uh, Cornelius Bumpus. It's, it's Toby on it. Toby Sheldon? Yeah, of course, Toby Sheldon's in there. Good stuff. Okay. Yeah, cool. we're, we're, we're going to presume that Toby, Toby Sheldon's in there because we're going to be playing this one raw. So you're going to find out all about Michael. And this is Simon's fault. <laughs> out of water. Didn't you know you had the world at your feet? Wow, <laughs> crikey Moses listeners, that was Michael by Michael. Big Brother featuring your friend of mine, Toby Sheldon. And Nick St. Nicholas from Steppenwolf and uh, Cornelius Bumpus from the Doobie Brothers on sax. <laughs> so, an incredible so, piece of music there. So, that was the one that they really spent the budget on. Yes. And it's good to know that it went to a good home. <laughs> You pleased with your present now, Will? Um, I'm slightly more pleased with my present because uh, I mean there were some amazing poses and dancing being struck right there. Yeah, well yeah. you can you can be doing that in your own house if you uh, uh, if you listen to the record. At probably home. won't. Well, you should do. No, should I don't do. think I should. That came all the way from America, William. All the way from America. There was only one place that I could find on the internet that actually sold the darn thing. Really? Yes, sir. Shock me again! <laughs> I dare you. And their uh, cavalry captain from the uh, Decemberist latest, Decemberist latest album, uh, What a Beautiful, No, What a Terrible World, What a Beautiful World, which uh, I was utterly unaware of, um, <laughs> even though it had been released some time ago. And in fact, 
Looking back, uh, also I had noticed the fact that my uh, mails from the Decemberists was going into the junk folder. So, yeah, in many Lessons ways, learned. Lessons learned, but in many ways, I wish I could have predicted this eventuality. Oh my, Jeffing Christ, that's incredible. Oh, and God blimey. Yes. I wonder if there's a way. There is, listen. Zodiac signs are an important part of who we are, but astrology is so much more than personality traits. The constant motion of the planets affects our lives in the boardroom, the bedroom, and everywhere in between. From St. Augustine to Russell Grant, many have tried to harness the awesome power of the Zodiac. But one man stands tall above all others and will guide you through the mystical world of this most astronomical of phenomena. Welcome to Horoscopia. A major milestone will be reached in your New Year's resolution this week as you'll finally feel comfortable to refuse a cigarette when offered. you also refuse a blindfold and may be interested to know that the man with the moustache has the bullet. Taurus. Withering scorn for your quips have no effect on you. For nobody knows what you do, we presume. The stars don't know what you do either. What do you know? Gemini. A great new broadband offer will come through the door today. A great new broadband offer will come through the door today. A great new broadband offer will come through the door today. A great many broadband engineers will duel on your lawn tomorrow for your favour. A great new internet service awaits the following day. A good week. Cancer. The retirement party you attend on Tuesday will be lovely with balloons and cake and wine. Everyone seems very keen to see you progress in the company, and they even cleaned your desk for you. You don't know what you'd do without this job. Leo. You're running low on chopped tomato, tinned tuna, sausage rolls, and shredded wheat. You don't need a shopping list, because that's all you ever eat. And your dinner guests will be very impressed with your grasp of fusion cuisine. Virgo! Growing concerns about the direction you're heading in should be met with steely determination. Nobody ever achieved greatness by listening to the naysayers. And Everyone knows Sherpas are pathological liars. Libra. Wisdom comes from understanding the feelings of others. So stop crying. You're always crying these days. Just shut up. Scorpio. 
When things seem impossible, just look up at us, the stars, and remember that nothing is impossible. Literally nothing is impossible. We are all immortal gods of infinite power and it's a miracle. If it's cloudy, try ketamine. Sagittarius, your glass is half empty. You don't know what's in it or whether you're enjoying it. Or even if you want another one, you lack even the basic skills to refill it. As a friend and emotionless cosmic entity, the stars recommend that you call a taxi. Capricorn. Your running machine is the whole world. Your swimming pool is the open ocean. Your personal trainer is that man in the hockey mask with the knife. Train harder. Aquarius. Quite how they managed to arrive at the idea of me being a guy with a bucket is entirely beyond me. Frankly, I'm starting to wonder if Leo is even a real lion. I mean, I'm an IT consultant. Pisces. On Monday, you will be happy. On Tuesday, you will be happy. Wednesday will be a disappointment. Thursday will have the cloud of Wednesday hanging over it. Friday will be a grey day as you look back on Monday and Tuesday. Saturday will be spent trying to reclaim those heady days. <laughs> Sunday will consist of being resigned to your fate. Saturn rising in your sign indicates a lovely following Monday. Hopefully. There you go, listeners. Uh, what's going to happen to you? Uh, preceded by the horoscopes. <laughs> oh, oh, nice work there, William. Bit S lovely there. Suggesting that the listeners uh, will be contracting the Mix rabbit disease, myxomatosis. Myxomatosis. I very nearly reached when I was looking for because I wanted to play something off Hail to the Thief, yes, which album. is what that is from. Yes, it's sir. a lovely album. Nearly went for Drunken Punch Up at a wedding, and then I remembered that the uh, bass line from that causes a kind of da, 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 causes a kind of um, uncontrollable rage <laughs> it seems to set something off really yeah it's do you like mind I if I do it yeah, 
No, that's that's kind of okay because the little weird little bit of wah you put on it made it sound more like Huggy Bear was on his way. <laughs> I had that song played at my wedding. Yes, you did. I'm quite glad I didn't hear it when it played because <laughs> it might have threatened to undermine the whole thing. Yes, sir. Kind of rage-filled best man. Even more than you did it anyway. I didn't undermine it. I made it worthwhile. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly everybody was talking about you more than Carla and I. Speaking of Carla. Speaking of Carla. Fun little anecdote, Rima lady. I'm not sure if she will want me uh, telling this anecdote on air, but then again, she doesn't listen to this program because um, she doesn't like it. Excellent. Um, she told me the other day when she got home, a story from, here. home from work <laughs> that, um, that you know the pop song Crazy by the Niles Barkley man. No. I think I'm crazy. Oh, I think I'm crazy. <laughs> Carly Omens was um, busy singing that on the way home, listening to it on the radio. And uh, she appropriated the lyrics and she changed them slightly. Yeah. Uh, to Because uh, I, I call her lady uh, a lot of the time when, you know, when the mood for formalities. And uh, she started singing, I think I'm lady, I think I'm lady, I think I'm lady, probably. <laughs> <laughs> at the top of her voice and you know full well her voice can go quite top oh man alive that is true driving home yeah I quite like that I've always been a big fan of singing so loudly that people nearby panic a bit so that's, a, that's top work and I can imagine that if she did meet anybody at the traffic lights they probably did I think I'm lady probably <laughs> I, yeah uh, I, I can confirm that she is <laughs> so just well, well, I started that sentence and I wasn't going to back out of it. Well, yeah, because I, I could. The only other way I could think to back out of it was I can neither confirm nor deny, and then that's not right either. And at that point, your marriage could be annulled. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Whereas right now, right now, what consummated to the nines, <laughs> and so there's no way out. It's all right. She doesn't listen. No, um, she's not a big fan. No. Well, justifiably. <laughs> You've been speaking of your lady, and here's one for mine because we've got a new Nick Cave album. Hooray! And Terra Creek. Well, crikey Moses indeed. Uh, that was uh, Nick Nicholas Cave. So oh, Nicholas Cave. So Nicholas Cave Yes, that's right. With his pop song, uh, "Lovely Creature." Yes, sir. Lovely my creature. lovely creature. Lovely and creature. William, I think it's possibly time for a brand new feature. Brand new feature. Why don't we have a brand new jingle? <laughs> Waning Lyrical is the part of the show where we dissect the lyrics of the pop stars. An, an example would, would be this. There are nine million bicycles in Beijing. That's a fact. No, it's not. It, that kind of thing. And uh, Waning Lyrical, of course, is a very funny uh, play on the, the phrase waxing lyrical because it's not waxing, it's waning, as in uh, a poor show. Uh, and so on and so forth. Waning lyrical. Waning lyrical. That's right, listeners. Waning lyrical is here to save your life. And um, 
It's Pre- blame. <laughs> the premise of the feature is that, like we did on the last show, where William dissected uh, the song uh, Message in a Bottle by Sting. Yes, and the police. Uh, and the police. Uh, dissected the police. Uh, we're going to um, sort of try and um, work out uh, a pop star's uh, motives for his words. I'm not ah. really explaining that very well. Not we're really. sort of dissecting what we're doing lyrics just... and making fun of them. Basically, yeah. Yeah, that's right. slightly arch. Yes, yes, which, is, which we all want to do. And this evening, uh, we're going to be looking at the songwriter Chris Rea. Oh. And his song, Texas. Texas. You know this song quite well, don't you, Will? I do indeed. Love it. We played this song. This song was played quite a lot during our childhood. Yeah. And I think we both know that it's a bit of a weird number. Yeah, um, sort of it's generally a bit strange <laughs> content-wise, uh, but yeah, when you really start looking at it, it is bonkers. So I'm, I'm going to sort of pick out some 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 of the storyline, some yeah. of the key lyrics, and then just sort of talk talk through them a little bit. So here we go. Um, so Chris, uh, it starts off: warm winds blowing, heating blue sky, and a road that goes forever. Now Chris is quite. Uh, car heavy in his lyrics sometimes he does it? tend to be or fishing or fishing it's either cars or fishing with Chris or oh, fishing Billy Bragg politics and love Chris yeah. Rear cars and fishing <laughs> yeah um, right okay so Chris goes on to say been thinking about it lately been watching some TV yep. been looking all around me and what has come to be I've been talking to my neighbour and he agrees with me now what do you think his neighbour agrees with him over Ooh. they decided that it's all gone crazy <laughs> So he's been talking to his neighbour and they've decided that it's all gone crazy. Now, I'm assuming, Chris is from Middlesbrough, that uh, they're looking out sort of over their, their fences, their fence panels, yep. at the site of Teesside. Yep. They've gone, it's all gone crazy, I'll tell you what. Just, just yes. peeking out over the top. That's right. <laughs> Listeners, we'll be playing the song after, after this so you'll be able to hear all these wonderful words in their natural Lovely. environment. Uh, well, my wife returns from taking yep. my little girl to school. Right. She's got beads of perspiration as she tries to keep her cool. What? Thinking of the wife, I think, here. Yeah. So the wife's clearly under some pressure. Presumably the child goes to school in Middlesbrough. Yeah. Where, they, get, where, where it's, it's all gone crazy. It's gone crazy. If you remember, listeners, from the previous paragraph. It's gone crazy, that. Uh, the wife then goes on to say that uh, the mess don't get no better. And there's going to come a day. Now, this is getting quite serious here. Well, there's going to come a day someone's going to get killed out there. Out, what, out, outside their house? Outside their house in Middlesbrough, where it's all gone crazy. So uh, his wife's busy talking to Chris and, and explaining <laughs> that someone's going to get killed in Middlesbrough one day. Probably. What do you think Chris would say to her, to sort of calm her down? He'd uh, probably just make her a cup of tea and, uh, I don't know, sit her down. Yeah, sit her down. No, no, Chris doesn't do that. Yeah. Chris uh, then says, and I turn to her and say, mm-hmm. Texas. Texas. How do you think his wife replies? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> She says, what? What? <laughs> Chris responds, I said, Texas. She says, what? What? <laughs> Chris then goes on to clarify his, his situation with, they've got big, long roads out there. I don't think he's been paying attention to his wife at all. <laughs> no, I think he's just out there in his own little world. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> just staring Ooh, into Texas, the middle distance. Texas, 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 Texas. She's busy talking about the potential murders that are happening. Yeah, precisely. And he's just sat there going, Texas? What? What? Texas. Chris, I want a divorce. <laughs> They've got big, long roads out there. Yeah. So, uh, so, so the song moves on, and now we're really getting into the meat of the matter. The next verse. Well, I got a little brother. Or a little brother. That's the important word there. And that's Younger than Chris. Yep. Several metres high. Several. Yep, several metres high. Now, uh, assuming that several is a minimum of three... I would say it is, because otherwise yeah. you'd take a couple. Then he's a minimum of 9.84 foot tall. He's only 10 foot tall. 
yeah. his little brother. He's about 9-10. Which is fine, I'm sure that can happen. Next line. <laughs> he's built just like a quarterback. Right. Right, now, okay, now, I don't know a huge amount about American football, so I looked it up. There's a writer called Ty Schalter, who I, I found on a website, and he said, and the headline was Designing the Ultimate Quarterback. Right, okay. okay. Now, um, Ty Schalter states that a good hefty quarterback, I've used the word hefty, I've sort of paraphrased that. Right, okay. Should be about 34.8 pounds per foot of height. Okay? We can assume from this that Chris Rear's little brother is 25 stone. <laughs> <laughs> With some math. That's a, that's a big little brother. It certainly is. He's certainly 25 is. stone. So there we go. So we're being introduced to Chris's little brother. Uh, he's several metres high and he's built like a 25 stone quarterback. And he swears he'll testify. So we're in some sort of courtroom scene now. His brother says he's been to Texas and it's the only place to be. What? Big stakes. Yep. Big girls. Nice. No trouble there. That's the place for that, me. I'm going to Texas. So, now. Have you done any more research than just asking? <laughs> I've done some more research, William. Oh, fun times. Right, here we go. In 2013, there were 1,139 confirmed murders in the state of Texas. <laughs> That's 3.12 murders per day. Given that Chris's main rationale for leaving Middlesbrough to go to Texas, aside from the length of the roads, was that in Middlesbrough, there's going to come a day when someone is going to get killed out there. The move to Texas would appear to be short-sighted at best. Even if someone did get killed in Middlesbrough one day, and that pattern repeated itself every day from then on, it would still be 774 fewer murders per year than in Texas. Right, also, yes, how sir? many murders was that? Um, 1,139 confirmed murders in the state of Texas. Okay, right, you carry on. I'm going to try and work out how long it would take for the entire population of Middlesbrough to be wiped out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just a bit of fun. Um, <laughs> Wiping out the entire population of Middlesbrough. Now, listen, Where would Janino live? We're just going to wrap up this song here. So, I'm going to Texas. I'm going to Texas. The final words from Chris. Mm -hmm. Watch me walk in. Watch me walk in. Right. Now, assuming that he gets the ferry from Middlesbrough to Rotterdam, yep. which goes once every other day, that's going to be 9,175 miles from Rotterdam to Austin, assuming that he's walking across mainland Europe into Russia, <laughs> all the way across Russia to the furthest point east before hitting water. Well, yeah, cuts can go over in the winter. Exactly. Right, okay. He then either waits or times it so that the water between Russia and Alaska is frozen over. Right. He then walks across the water, because Chris yeah. can do that, yep. into Alaska, then marches south to Texas. Okay. At an average walking speed of 3.1 miles, miles an hour, this would take him 123 days, assuming that he does not stop or slow down. It's right. a big ask. That is a big ask. And for a man that's quite keen on cars... Yes. Mm, interesting seems, decision. Seems unlikely. A walk. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. I should be walking. <laughs> Given that one of Texas's USPs in Chris's eyes is that he, they have big, long roads out there, surely he's going to be sick to death of roads by the time he arrives. It'll almost certainly be dead as well. There is that. Yes. There's not really any avoiding the fact. Well, it was 123 days. Yeah. Yeah. No slowing down. No, no slowing stopping. down. No stopping. Um, and also going via Russia. And yes, Yakutsk sir. Kursk. Yes, sir. Into Alaska. Yes, sir. Necessarily in winter. Yes. Not really a choice there. Probably not. Right. Anyway, Chris has, uh, presumably Chris has already thought this through. And that's why he ends the song with the phrase, Watch me walking. Man's got some plums. <laughs> there you go, listeners. A dissection of Chris Rear. And I think we are going to hear that song in action. What? Texas. What? Warm winds blowing. Heat and blue sky. And a road that goes 
Listeners, that's quite the journey there that Chris is undertaking there, moving from Middlesbrough to Texas, and his tale re it. Yeah, watch him walking. Watch him walking. So there we go, <laughs> listeners. Uh, Chris Rear Roundup, and um, uh, hopefully, weather permitting, we'll um, we'll be doing some more waning lyrical <laughs> in the uh, in the coming uh, weeks. Speaking of the uh, previous little murder moment, there, I haven't been able to. The little the discussion of the quantities of murder going on in oh, um, the amount in, the amount of murders in, in Middlesbrough. Yeah, okay, I've yeah. just been checking this up, and uh, if we had the amount of murders in Middlesbrough that you have in Texas. Well, in um, 153.4 years, or by 2168, the entire population of Middlesbrough would have been wiped out. <laughs> but, sorry, well, sorry, back up a second there. So at the rate of murder that I was positing... That, that you were positing, yeah, yeah. 153.4 years, that's no more Middlesbrough. <laughs> which, if I was going to say, which doesn't sound too bad. Which does sound like a long time. In all fairness, most of those people probably would be dead by then. Quite a drawn-out <laughs> campaign, isn't yeah, it? Precisely, it's going to be a while. I mean, this is great stats. This is great, great stats. stats. I love it, introducing stats to music. You're listening to Murder Hour on 10 Radio. <laughs> How quickly could up you wipe out Middlesbrough? <laughs> uh, this is uh, Yesaya with Sunrise. Oh. Well, that was uh, Sunrise by Yesaya and William. But interesting yeah. fact, mm. uh, the sunrise will be in roughly, I don't know, eight, nine hours. It'll be tomorrow anyway, all being well. And um, <laughs> all being well. Uh, William Lee, yeah. uh, this is uh, the end of this show, just wrapping up, listeners, if you weren't aware. Um, I am not going to be here next show. What? Well, will it be a show at all? Well, I don't know, William. I don't know. You'll be manning it, so who can tell? I imagine it'll be quite good. <laughs> Wowzers trousers. Yes. William, what's the last job on my to-do list? It is to play the closing theme. Well, shall I do that then? Play no. the closing theme. I think I will. Bye, Bye. listeners. Closing the show. We hope you've learnt your lesson. I lied to this man. Holy moly, Mother of Mary. That was the podcast. She wore blue. Yes. <laughs> so, was. Uh, I think we'll, uh, we're better off leaving it there. And um, if you'd like to learn more uh, about uh, how to uh, enhance your seedlings, then go to sorrynotinservice.com. 
Yes, precisely, where your seedlings will be enhanced and bloom to the max. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, listeners, uh, William will be back. William will be back, uh, flying solo, possibly or possibly with Posse uh, in uh, in a fortnight's time, and, um, and then we'll be back as a dynamic duo. Duo. Uh, uh, in, uh, on the um, 20th of March. The 20th of March. Right up. Just imagine, listeners, right now we're in February, and the next time the dynamic duo will be back will be right up at the rectum end of March. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Forever. <laughs>